Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Conference call. This call will provide an update of current runoff conditions as well as status updates from the Kansas City and Omaha districts. These calls will be held each Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time through the month of August. These calls are only part of our efforts to communicate with Basin residents. We place all our news releases on our website at www.nwd.usace.army.mil and on social media at NWDUSACE. We encourage the public to use these resources as well as our web app to get the latest information from the Corps, the National Weather Service, and other partner agencies. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, local government officials, including levy sponsors and emergency managers, as well as the media. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. These calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.dvidshub.net slash unit slash USACE NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. All lines will be placed on mute during this call. To unmute your line to ask a question, press star six. Be aware that the force mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function. Do not place the call on hold. The agenda for today's call is as follows. The Northwestern Division Readiness and Contingency Office, the National Weather Service Missouri Basin River Forecast Center, the Missouri River Water Management Division, the Kansas City District, and the Omaha District. These updates will be followed by a question and answer session. Calls for questions will not be a part of the recording if none are asked. John Langhow, have you returned to the call? Start Hi, Eileen. Yes, I have. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm going to turn the call over to you. Thank you. Sure thing. And uh, good afternoon, everybody. My name is John Lehow. I am the Chief of the Northwestern Division's Readiness and Contingency Operations Division. Both our Omaha and Kansas City districts remain activated, as does the division. We are at activation level three, which is monitoring both districts. Uh, Omaha and Kansas City districts are still activated to level two, which is partial activation. Uh, both districts continue to assess the magnitude of damages and the associated repair requirements throughout the Missouri River Basin. The river is expected to remain at flood stage for some time, and our teams are in constant contact with levee sponsors and the public. Additional damages are being identified as the water continues to drop, and our field engineers are attempting to accurately assess the scope of damages to approximately 150 miles of damaged levees. The drier weather has enabled us to gain more granularity on the extent of the cost of damages throughout the region. Currently, the cost of these efforts is around $123 million, and it's climbing. Right? That's $3 million more than what we had last week. As of now, we're not anticipating any budget constraints regarding recovery efforts. However, I need to mention we are now approaching the peak of hurricane season. That's <clears throat> Excuse me, that's right around the end of August into uh, you know, Labor Day, early September timeframe, the peak of hurricane season that will compete for the same resources, resources that we have or we need for our recovery efforts. I want all, everyone to keep this in mind. This is still a moving target, and to date we have not had any issues whatsoever with our budget efforts. I'll uh, pass this back off to Eileen, but more details will follow from the districts later on in this update. Over to you, Eileen. Thanks, John. 
Good afternoon, and thank you, Eileen. My name is Kevin Lau, and I'm with the National Weather Service Missouri Basin River Forecast Center in Kansas City. Uh, the number of rivers that are currently in flood uh, are de has decreased. Uh, in South Dakota, uh, the James River and the Big Sioux remain in flood. In the state of Iowa, the Big Sioux again remains in flood. In the state of Kansas, the Big Blue River uh, just above Tuttle Creek Reservoir because of backwater. And in the uh, state of Missouri, the Osage River. Uh, <clears throat> along the Missouri River itself, we have minor flooding from Nebraska City to the mouth with two exceptions. The first being the Atchison to Kansas City Reach and the second being the Jefferson City Reach. Both of those reaches are below flood. Looking over the next seven days, uh, it looks fairly dry over the basin. There is a cold front that will be moving in uh, in a couple of days and that brings with it a chance of showers and thunderstorms Saturday into Sunday night across eastern Nebraska, the state of Iowa, eastern Kansas, and northern Missouri. Aerial averages are generally expected to be less than an inch, but some places could see up, uh, upwards of two inches. And that concludes my uh, national weather comments, uh, pending any questions at the end of today's call. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. I'll turn the call over to Mr. John Remus, Chief of the Missouri River Water Management Division. Thank you, Eileen. Good afternoon. I will provide some uh, general comments on the Missouri River Main Stem Reservoir System status, and then I'll turn the meeting over to Mike Swenson, our Power Production Team Lead, for a more detailed rundown of the system. As of July 15th, the Missouri River Basin runoff above Sioux City is 42.2 million acre feet. This is more than the total runoff above Sioux City in 2018. The to-date runoff total of 42.2 million acre feet has already made 2019 their third highest runoff in the 121-year record. Earlier this week, we ran a mid-month upper basin runoff forecast. <clears throat> the updated upper basin forecast runoff for 2019 is 52.4 million acre feet. This is an increase of 2.5 million acre feet from the July 1st forecast. The increase is due primarily to the recent rains in the upper basin, the wetter than average soil conditions, and the continued forecast for above normal precipitation. If the current runoff forecast holds, 2019 will be the second highest upper basin runoff in the 121-year record, behind only 2011 with 61 million acre feet. I will now ask Mike Swenson to provide some more detailed rundown of the system conditions. Mike? Okay, thanks, John. System storage is currently 68.5 million acre feet, 0 0.8 million acre feet above the base of the system's exclusive flood control zone. Due to the recent rains in the upper basin, water and storage has increased 0 0.4 million acre feet over about the last week and a half. 12.4 million acre feet of the 16.3 million acre feet of total flood storage is occupied. System storage is expected to peak within a week or so. As noted last week, the Bureau of Reclamation has begun evacuating storage from some of their projects in the upper basin and we are now seeing some of that water as inflows into Fort Peck and Garrison reservoirs. Yesterday we posted an updated short range forecast or what is 
uh, referred to as a three-week forecast to our website. The forecast shows Gavin's Point releases will be held at 70,000 CFS into August to manage reservoir levels and continue evacuating water from the reservoirs. Fort Randall Reservoir is at elevation 1364. The reservoir is more than eight feet above its normal summer operating level. Releases from Fort Randall are currently 63,000 CFS and are expected to increase to 65,000 CFS over the next week as inflows between Fort Randall and Gavin's Point decline. Big Bend releases are currently about 50,000 CFS. Releases will range from 50,000 to 52,000 CFS over the next week. Oahe Reservoir is at elevation 1616.9 and is currently nearly steady due to local rainfall runoff over the last few days. The reservoir is 9.4 feet above the base of the annual flood control zone. Releases from Oahe are currently about 55,000 CFS and will range from 55,000 to 56,000 over the next week. Garrison Reservoir is at elevation 1852.2 and is currently fairly steady. The reservoir is 2.2 feet above the base of the exclusive flood control zone. Releases are forecasted to remain at 46,000 CFS into August. Fort Peck Reservoir is at elevation 2246.7 and is nearly steady. The reservoir is 0.7 feet above the base of the exclusive flood control zone. Releases from Fort Peck were increased on Monday. Releases will range from 14,000 CFS to 15,000 CFS through July. We will continue to monitor conditions in the basin and will make any necessary release adjustments as the summer continues. Thank you, and that concludes my update. Turn it back to Eileen. Thanks, Mike. And we'll hand it to the Kansas City District. Uh, Eric Shoemate from Water Management, are you guys there? Star six to unmute Kansas City. All right, thank you, Eileen. Can you hear us? We got you. Thank you. All right. So good afternoon. I'll provide our update on the current reservoir conditions in the Kansas City District and our water management decisions moving forward. Uh, while we're monitoring and operating all 18 of our district reservoirs, we are primarily focused on reservoirs in the Lower Kansas Basin and the Osage Basin. We still have a significant amount of water stored in the 10 reservoirs located within these two river basins. Uh, currently, the overall flood control volume occupied in these two basins is 61% uh, of the available flood storage. Uh, conditions on the Missouri River at Waverly and at Herman continue to improve, continue to improve and are allowing uh, for increased releases from both of these uh, basins. So I'll start with the uh, Lower Kansas Basin. Uh, as a whole, the four reservoirs, Milford, Tuttle Creek, Perry, and Clinton, that comprise the Lower Kansas Basin System, they are uh, combined at 71% of their flood control storage occupied. Uh, the following are the specifics. Um, Tuttle Creek and Milford are both setting uh, between 72 and 73% of their flood control storage occupied today. And uh, Perry and Clinton are sitting between 65 and 67 percent of their flood control storage occupied. Um, while this is an improvement, I uh, just want to remind you that this does represent uh, stages at uh, Perry and Clinton that are 20 feet above the normal operating pool. 
uh, and all the way up to where Total Creek is still remains 50 feet above its normal operating pool. Uh, today, Total Creek is releasing 25,000 CFS and is currently forecasted to remain at these releases. Uh, Milford is releasing 12,000. Perry is releasing 5,000 cubic feet per second, and Clinton is releasing 2,000 cubic feet per second. Uh, releases from uh, these um, reservoirs have increased over the last uh, couple days, uh, total from 20,000 to 25,000 over the course of today. As uh, the conditions on the Missouri River at Waverly, uh, the downstream target have continued to improve. In the Osage Basin, um, the following are this morning's conditions. Uh, we continue to again see improvement across the entire basin, much like we were in uh, the Kansas. Uh, Pomona on the Kansas side of the Osage Basin, uh, Pomona and Melbourne are both at 47% of their flood pool occupied and continue to lower. Hillsdale's at 61%, Stockton at 52%, Palm de Terre uh, at 46%, and Truman is at 58%, which is about a 10% drop from this call last week. So we're continuing to see improvements across the entire Osage Basin. Truman is releasing 50,000 today. And as long as downstream conditions permit, the intent is to remain at 50,000 uh, for at least the next week. On the Kansas side, uh, Melbourne is releasing 2,000. Uh, Pomona is releasing 1,500 cubic feet per second today and Hillsdale's releasing 700 cubic feet per second. All are scheduled to remain at this, uh, these releases uh, through the weekend. On the Missouri side of the basin, Palm de Terre is releasing 3,000 cubic feet per second. And meanwhile, Stockton uh, continues as it was last week to generate hydro power, hydroelectric power 24 seven, which represents about 6,000 cubic foot per second release. Um, just of note, Outside of these two basins in the Republican River Basin, Harlan County is on the Republican River in south uh, central Nebraska, and it's 38% occupied. Um, while this is uh, lower relative to our other NWK or our other Kansas City reservoirs, this is a record pool at that at uh, the Harlan County Reservoir. Uh, Harlan will continue to store these uh, floodwaters until conditions improve at the Milford Project, which will. Uh, eventually receive the uh, flood releases once Harlan comes on online uh, making releases. Uh, we could possibly see releases from Harlan begin within the next couple of weeks. That concludes my comments. Thanks, Eric. Uh, we'll hand it to Judge Kneeven. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Judge Kneeven, Emergency Management Chief for the Kansas City District. Uh, our Emergency Operations Center remains activated in a level two partial activation. Uh, we continue to operate from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you need assistance outside of these hours, please call our 24-hour emergency line at 816-426-6320. Again, that number is 816-426-6320. And as always, uh, please leave your name, number, and a short message, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Next week, it's likely we're going to transition to uh, level three emergency watch, but we're not quite there yet. Uh, Kansas City District priorities remain unchanged. Public Law 8499 program levy repairs, dam safety and reservoir management, and stakeholder communication. The district has received 97 requests for assistance, 79 
excuse me, that's 79 non-federal levee systems and 18 federal levee systems. Uh, high water on the Missouri River continues to impact our ability to complete damage assessments in some areas. Uh, 25 levee systems still have two or more feet of water uh, on their toe, and that's the base of the levee. Uh, we do have teams in the field conduct, uh, conducting damage assessments. Uh, to date, we have completed 20 project information reports 15 of those project information reports have been approved and are currently in the engineering and design phase. Stand by, hang on just a second here, a little technical dif difficulty. Sorry about that, I love computers. Um, we have received bids for the emergency measures at Mill Creek Dyke and Drainage District and the Big Tarkio Drainage District. Uh, we expect contract awards within the next few days. Uh, we continue to support pumping operations for several levy sponsors, and we continue to provide technical and direct assistance on an as-needed basis for others. Uh, impacts from the flood on the bank stabilization and navigation project continue to be assessed. The navigation channel is open to all users. Uh, caution should be utilized as high water can cause unexpected channel conditions. Please pay attention to watches and warnings from the National Weather Service and listen to instructions from your local emergency management officials and first responders. High water is going to be with us for an extended period. Uh, thank you. This concludes the district's remarks. Thanks, Judd. I'll hand it over to Nicole Cominoli from Emergency Management within the Omaha District. She's a new speaker for us. Her name is spelled N-I-C-O-L-E-C-O-M-I-N-O-L-I. -E Nicole? Hello, my name is Nicole Kamanoli, Deputy Readiness Branch Chief within the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Omaha District. To date, we have completed nine initial breach closures within the Omaha District's area of responsibility, with 42 remaining. On our last call, we discussed that we were working on widening the sand berm pad along the levee L611614 near Council Bluffs, Iowa, with the purpose of both filling in the large scour hole that was left behind and to begin fortifying the levee to a 25-year level of protection. That has since been completed. In addition, the clay levee placement has begun. The initial repairs on this levee are 85% complete. We expect to have this temporary inlet breach closure completed later this month. Previously, we had also announced the initial closure of levee breach L575A north of Percival, Iowa, on June 20th. The final inspection was conducted on Monday, July 15th, and the contractor has demobilized. The L575B breach near Hamburg, Iowa, is scheduled to be, to be closed within the next couple of weeks. The next step for L575 levy system will be to build up the elevation on those two breaches. The objective of the repair work is to increase the level of flood risk management to approximately the 25-year level of protection for this section of the L575 levy system until the system can be, finally, can be fully rehabilitated. The contractor's scope of work also includes interim repairs. That follow-on contract was awarded on July 10th. Significant progress is being made towards closure of the northern breach of levy L550 between Watson and Rockport, Missouri. The contractor has switched from dredging to mechanical placement and has advanced the, the sand closure berm roughly 750 linear feet 
of the needed 1,200 linear feet closure alignment. Work on the south breach will likely begin this weekend. The award of the contract for repairs of Levy R616613, located at Office Air Force, Offutt Air Force Base, and Levy R613, south of Omaha, remains on schedule for late July. The initial breach repair for Levy L601 near Bartlett, Iowa, is 75% complete. The contractor is completing the remaining sand berm buildup. This breach was impacting the I-29 corridor and was identified as eligible for emergency operations direct assistance. These initial repairs are directed at stopping the flow from the Missouri River into the area behind the levee system and providing an incremental level of flood risk management. For regular updates on the repair efforts to flood control structures in the Missouri River Basin, please visit the Omaha District System Restoration webpage, webpage at https colon forward slash forward slash www.nwo.usace.army.mil and then click on the red levy status updates icon on the left side of the page. There you can track status updates. You can also view photos and videos. And you can also see which levies are not active in the Public Law 8499 program. Please assist us in communicating that life safety is our primary focus in our efforts to repair the levy systems, and we continue to work with federal, state, and local emergency management agencies to ensure the public is aware of the continued safety risks associated with the damaged levies. We appreciate your assistance in spreading this message and sharing in our responsibility to keeping the public informed about the risks associated with levies. Thank you, and I'll turn it back over to Eileen. Thanks, Nicole. <coughs> we'll move to the question and answer portion of the call. We'll start with questions from congressional delegation members, tribes, state and local government officials, uh, including emergency managers and levy sponsors, and then we'll go back through the list of states for media questions. Again, press star six to unmute your phone and state the name of your organization that you represent before asking your question. We'll start with the state of Iowa. Kansas. Again, this is for congressional delegation members, tribes, state local government officials, uh, levy sponsors, emergency managers. Star six to unmute your phone. State of Missouri. Montana. Uh, this is Bob Bacon with Missouri DNR. Thanks. Uh, Go ahead. I have a question, question for John Remus. Okay. It's about the calendar year runoff forecast. Uh, make sure I heard it correctly. He said it was 52.4 million acre feet for the year. Uh, yes, Bob, that is correct. That's our July 15th forecast. We have not put this on the web, uh, our website yet, but uh, that's what our mid-month would indicate yes. So that's a, a gain of 2.5 million over the previous forecast, correct? Uh, over the July 1st forecast, yes, that is correct. All right, just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Thank you, John. Yep. Thanks, Bob. Uh, State of Montana. Nebraska. Again, star six to unmute your phone. North Dakota. South Dakota, 
Wyoming. Jeff Dooley from Dakota Dunes. Hey, Jeff. Hi, a uh, question for John and kind of a follow-up uh, on the runoff question earlier. Uh, with that information of the 52.4 million acre-feet uh, runoff at, at mid-month, would that kind of indicate that we'll be kind of following more of the upper basic uh, conditions that you outlined in your in your July monthly study? Yes, uh, we would be uh, closer to that. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jeff. All right, we'll move over to the media. Starting with the state of Iowa, star six to unmute your phone. Again, state the name of your organization and your name before asking your question. Media, state of Kansas. Missouri. Uh, this is Phil Sitter with the Jefferson City News Tribune. Sorry, could you repeat your name? Uh, Philip Sitter. I'm with the Jefferson City News Tribune. All right, thanks, Sorry. Philip. Go ahead. Um, at this point, any will the forecast be dependent on any future precipitation, or is there still snowpack at play in this? Can you repeat the question? Sorry, somebody pressed a couple buttons and it skipped out over your question. Oh, sure. Uh, will the forecast in the future be affected only by precipitation, or is there still snowpack at play? Uh, the uh, snowpack is all melted. We haven't necessarily, necessarily seen all of it in the reservoir yet, but the uh, the main driver from here on out would be precipitation. And, uh, I'm sorry, was that John Remus? Or? Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. Any other questions from the state of Missouri media? Star 6 to unmute your phone. Montana? Nebraska? North Dakota? South Dakota? Wyoming? Hi, Josh Funk with the Associated Press. Yes, go ahead, Josh. Um, I know you mentioned the Gavin's Point releases continuing at the current levels until at least August. Um, does it still look like it'll be sometime in the fall before we get anywhere close to uh, more normal levels? Hey, this is John Remus. Um, it's going to be running uh, very high through the fall. Uh, we wouldn't see uh, normal levels until we drop down for uh, winter releases. Okay. Anything else, Josh? No, not today. All right, thanks, Josh. Any other uh, questions before we adjourn, national press or media or otherwise? Star six to unmute your phone. Okay. As a reminder, the next call will be held July 25th. We appreciate your participation today, and a rundown of this call will be uh, provided online, hopefully, by the end of the day. Thank you.